Dads. Hello. Welcome to Dad Talks. You get to listen to two dads talk. My name is Jared Schmansky. With me, as always, my co-dad in crime, Joe Lopez. Joe, what are you drinking tonight? I actually don't have anything tonight. Wow. I know. Uh, I am sans drink. I'm trying to cut down on the alcohol intake. Proud of you. Proud of you. Um, and then forgot to like bring a water down here. So I'm parched, Jared. Well, I'm parched. Joe, this is why I keep three drinking receptacles on my desk at all time. I'm never without drink. <laughs> it, well, that's good. What do you have? Do you have red stripe again? I don't. I do upstairs, but I didn't this time. I brought Ooh. three Scrooges, which is Griffin Claw's Christmas beer. It's called Where a Winter I, Warmer. I want to try that now. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. What I got it. it. Like? It's it's like an amber ale brewed with like your your fruits, like your your orange cor- orange peel coriander, like your Christmas yeah. spices, right? So it's like Love an it. amber ale with with Christmas spices. Pretty good. It looks great. It looks like that's a great can. And I tell you what, cheap. Yeah, as far as like craft beer goes, uh, yeah, it was only like seven fifty for a four pack. Dang. Okay. So not bad. Yeah, I was pretty excited. I was pretty happy with it. They the Griffin Claw does tall cans, right? They don't. Yeah, do this short is ones. this is a pint. Yeah. So four pints. Four pints. Four pints. Uh, comes I'm in pints. One. I'm getting one. Uh, you've had all I have well, already. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, I think I, yeah. So I'm trying to cut down the alcohol a little bit here and there. I'm proud uh, of you. You know, I may have like a beer every once in a while. Um, but yeah, just, you know. I've always found for me, out. putting a big deal on quitting has always made it harder to quit anything. Yeah. Right. Because it makes it like the forbidden fruit. So I'm just right. like, you know what? I'm not really going to do that anymore. And then I just kind of don't. Yeah. Then it's, then it's fine. And if I do, I'm like, Oh, well, whatever, you know, yeah. I'll just go back to not doing it the next day. Right. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know, figure maybe have a beer here or there. Uh, but for the most part, just trying to cut back, trying to reset the system. I thought that I would also start working out in the same amount of time. And I haven't hit that one yet. Joe, you have a Bowflex in your basement. Now that I, I know that you have that there, I, I cannot let you live it down. Like, you could just... Uh, here's the hard part for you. I could, theoretically, go to bed early and wake up before my son and work out. Yes. But the fact is, you are not allowed to go to bed early because your child doesn't go to bed. So no. you, there's no possible... You could wake up early... But then you can't even go to bed early because you just can't balance it out. Yeah. Right. I'm getting like four, I'll get like four hours of sleep and be a hell of a day. Yeah. So I, I get that. I'm with you. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, who knows? We'll be making changes eventually. You'll get there. Uh, yeah, we'll get there. I need um, an exercise bike. One that's not a Peloton. Yeah, I don't want a bike. I'm like, eh. You know I what know. I really want, Joe? Now that we're on top, Mirror? I really want a rowing machine. Oh, yeah. I like a good rowing machine. I, it's a full body workout. It's cardio. So yeah. I have, this might sound bad, but I have little interest in changing the shape of my body. Right? Okay. Like, I, it's fine. But what I do care about is that I have Great. a ridiculously poor history, family history of heart disease. Like, mm. everyone in my family has had a heart attack. Every single one of them. Good God. Yeah. So 
uh, and diabetes. So oh, just no. ma- makes it all together. Terrible family history. Uh, sorry, Ben. And I feel like I should probably just do cardio on a regular basis, right? Yeah. Like a good sustained cardio on a regular basis. That's not like marathon running or like extreme hard, like just a good 30 to 45 minutes of cardio. Right. Four to five times a week. Right. That's a lot. That's like the recommended amount, Joe. That's so much. That's like the recommended amount. Oh, why? Why are we like this? If, if I'm supposed to be here, why do I have to work Because so you're hard? supposed to be getting your cardio by tracking down mammoths and chasing them with spears, Joe. Oh, times were so much simpler back then. It would be a lot easier. Like, hey, I got to go on my month-long hunting trip and get all my exercise in for the year. I'll be back with the rest of the year's food when I come back. <laughs> or I'll die. One or the other. <laughs> Uh, we can only hope we can get back to those times soon. I mean, you know, with global warming and everything like that, we'll be right back there in five, ten years max. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Um, all right, Jared, I want to jump into this thing. Let's jump into it. Don't know how long it's gonna take. Might not be long. Might be long. Who knows? Okay. Um, but we're doing a combined episode today, where you and I bring something, both bring something to the table. I'm ready. And this week we are doing our top five. Favorite dads from TV and movies. Can I ask you a question right off the top? Yeah. Are you TV heavy or movie heavy? TV heavy. I'm also TV heavy. Okay. I was yeah. nervous. I was like, man, maybe I just don't watch those like those kinds of movies. But like, I couldn't think of a lot of like dad centric yeah. movies, right? Like, yeah, there's not very, at least not off the top of my head, not very many that I could think of. Mm-mm. Um. So the way that we'll do this is now my number one is my number one, but two through five, I don't really have a ranking for. They're just in my, mm. they're just in those, you know, in there randomly. Do you have a ranking for yours? Actually, like one, two, three, four. Yeah. My three and four can be switched, but I'm pretty okay. set one, two, five. Okay, perfect. Um, so I think the way we're going to do this is, uh, Maybe we'll start with number five, okay. clearly, and then do a little bit of explanation as to why, and then, you know... Work our way up. Work our way up. So why don't we start there? Jared, who's your number five favorite dad? Red Foreman from That 70s Show. Wow, okay. Yeah. yeah. I know there are lots of parts of the show where Red is a dick to Eric. Yeah. Right? He just is. Yeah. But... I want to take a look at his larger picture. He lets, uh, why am I blanking on his name now? Um, uh, are you talking about Ashton Kutcher? Nope. I'm talking about the other Danny, the, Danny something. Or another yeah. Whatever his, actor. whatever his character's name was. Yeah. Uh, he lets him live with him when he's homeless. Right. Okay. And he's the one that's like, Nope, you're coming to live with us. Uh, yeah. he works holidays he loses his job, finds ways to pay his bills, like does all the unappreciated work and still teaches Eric like the life lessons he needs, like how to fix his car and all that stuff. Yeah. And we're going to sit here and pretend like he didn't smell all that pot they were smoking in the basement and not say a damn thing about it. Like, come on. He's right. a cool one. He is. 
He is a cool dad. He's an angry dad, but he's a cool dad. And I think we can overlook the anger part of it because of the rest of the accolades. That's that's my stance. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That's uh that's very good. All right, Joe. Um, give me your five. That's my, and he's very solidly my fifth choice. Like he was there was no other place for him. He's just That's very interesting. You know, I've never like sat and watched um that 70 show. Like I've seen oh, really? episodes here and there, but I've never like ever wanted to sit and and I've never felt the need to sit and, and watch it. It's pretty good. It it jumps a shark after a while, right? Like any show yeah. does, it jumps a shark after a while, but it's pretty good to start. Okay. Um, awesome. Well, my number five is Bill Dunphy from Modern Family. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Uh, he is just a caring dad, but also wants to be the fun dad. Uh, he wants to be there for everybody. All of his kids, all of his family, he wants to be there and make them happy and proud. And he is just delightful. Yeah. In every way in the show. And Ty Burrell does an amazing job. He does a great him. job playing that character, I will say. I, I didn't love Modern Family. I watched maybe the first oh. season when it was like popular, right? When everyone's like, oh, this is the best show on television. I watched a season of it and I was like, yeah, okay. And then it just, yeah. I lost it. Yeah. It's, uh, I stopped watching it after the kids got a little bit older. Um, but that first episode, when you're meeting the family, Phil says, I'm the cool dad. Like, yeah, that, <laughs> that gif is so popular on the internet. Yeah. So, so that's my, my number five is Phil Dunphy. Okay. Um, so let's move on to your number four. No, you go again. We'll go we'll yeah. snake draft it. You go number four now. Yeah. My number four is Bob Belcher from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> I could have guessed you were going to say that. So Bob, um, he so often tells his family, oh my God, like, I'd rather be anywhere else than with you all. Yes. But he loves his family very much. And then he ends up just going along with their shenanigans, right? Like, whatever the kids are doing, whatever random nonsense they're getting into, mm-hmm. Bob's going to be in there. Um, and he's also got, like, some heartfelt messages. There's an episode where uh, Bob and, like, Luis, they're like best friends when it comes to the specific style of movie. Like they love watching these movies together. And Bob ends up like bringing in Gene and Gene starts watching these movies with them. And Gene like kind of takes that spot of Luis. So Luis starts acting out and they're sitting in a slide in a playground. And Bob and Gene, or Bob and Luis just have this heart to heart. And Luis is like, listen, like, we used, this was our thing. Like we used to do this, and now Gene does this, and you know Bob just kind of reassures her. And Luis is like, you know, uh, well, my farts smell like yours, and and Bob's like, no, they don't. And then <laughs> Luis farts, and Bob goes, this smells like your mom's farts. <laughs> and it's just like this funny heart to heart moment. But Bob was, Belcher is my number four. I literally just watched that episode like three days ago. Did you really? Yeah, I was wondering if you're gonna bring up the farts. It's yeah, I mean it's a good heartwarming moment. 
from uh, from Bob Belcher. That's pretty good. He's a good TV dad. Yeah. I think yes. I think that show is not as popular, right? So I think people overlook that. But he's a good dad. He's a good dad in the he's same vein that Red Foreman's a good dad, right? Like right. Like he has a, a lot of faults, but he also loves yeah. his kids. Right. So uh, so who's your number four? Okay, you might catch me on a technicality here, but I'm going to plow right through. My number four is Jim Hopper Damn. from Stranger Things. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. When he... Oh. It, spoiler alert if you haven't seen the most recent season of Stranger Things, which if you haven't, what are you doing? Uh, right. When he... Like, he is just the absolute best dad to Eleven that anyone could ever be ever. Oh, yeah. And, like, honestly... I have the rest of my list are such heavy hitters that I could not put him higher if I wanted, like if I tried, but oh man, he's just such a good dad to 11. It right. kills me. So he's my number four. Okay. All right. He's God. He's so good. He's so good. He like it, loves her wholeheartedly. And like, I don't think people have paid enough attention to his background that like he lost his daughter to cancer and like yeah and his wife died too it's like he his story is so heartbreaking and then like he gets 11 and just does all the things for 11 that he couldn't do for his daughter and i'm honestly tearing up thinking about it it, yeah. it is so he's just so good he's just so good at being a dad yeah he's he's great at it and season two when he's like harboring her right like yes before he before knows, he even like before anybody knows that they're, they're mm-hmm. there and then season three when he like fully takes her on ah uh, so so good, good. and then in the end of season three the freaking letter that he oh uh, joe don't make me cry please oh my uh, god so good oh good i uh i actually just um rewatched stranger things maybe like six months ago okay it's such a so good show. i'm so I, excited i'm waiting before. until we're closer to the new season and then i'll watch the whole thing okay okay it's great um awesome well All that right. was your number four. four who's your number three uncle phil from uh from fresh prince damn that's good too uncle phil is so good he's just so and it's like in a time where like role models are so important growing up right like this show when we were kids in the 90s like was peak popularity it was so good it was yeah like and the the amount of things that he does for his kids is not and not just his kids right because like for will and everything like that and I'll never for like that episode where where will's dad tries to come back in his life and leaves like that really really popular episode just mm-hmm. crushes and he uncle phil is just such a good dad he's so good he's everything very very good everything for his family 100 yeah. percent, all the time for his family um all right all right who's your number three my number three you ready for this i'm ready arthur weasley wow that is a damn good one, Joe. I didn't. I don't have a Harry Potter character on mine. That yeah. is a damn good one. Arthur Weasley. He's uh He is. Damn, he's just such a good dad. The Weasleys overall are the best characters. One hundred percent. 
One hundred percent. They are such a tight knit family system. They know their life's chaos, but they they power through it. And uh, Arthur Weasley is just—he's the patriarch that is just there, and he loves his children. And Works he's protect all and night them. with no for no money, just to get them through and exactly. find ways, and they just make it work, and still yeah. love each other. Like it's just ah. Uh, so good. He's a good human too. I think that's what makes the best part of it is like Arthur Weasley is a good human. Yeah, he absolutely is. I mean, and if we were having a conversation about moms, which we probably will at some point, Molly Weasley would be on this list too. Like easy. Easy. She is the most mom, but like protective mama bear. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, not my daughter, you bitch. Oh yeah. You know, oh God. powerful. He's the best, but Arthur Weasley is just his fascination with rubber ducks and <laughs> Chamber of Secrets. It's all uh, things Muggle, Joe. Yeah, everything. It's just God. He's he's great. He's amazing, and you know he took on the responsibility, right? He took on being that parent figure for Harry. Oh yeah, right. Before Sirius came along, and then even past that, he took on the responsibility of the Order of the Phoenix, and watching out over the prophecy and he like he got he was willing to put his life at risk for his son's best friend right? oh yeah arthur weasley that's a good one joe a really good one who's your number um, two a number two is alan matthews from boy meets world okay i was wondering where he was gonna fall on your list because i know you're just like the world one of the world's biggest boy meets world fans so I am, and now that I'm thinking about it, he is definitely meant to be in my number two. Um, yeah, he is the best dad to Corey and Eric. Right, he's hard on them when he needs to be hard on them. He teaches them lessons, which Boy Meets World teaches lessons left and right. When Corey's old enough, like I'm gonna put on Boy Meets World because they don't make shows like Boy Meets World anymore. Um, I feel like episode, Bluey is just like Boy Meets World in that. Kind of. Like Boy Meets World has an episode like where they're drinking at a dance, and you know they get in trouble about it. Like they don't have shows like that really anymore for kids, at least none that I've seen. Sure. Um, but again, this is similar to Arthur. Alan Matthews takes in Sean Hunter, Corey's best friend. Sean is a rough kid, grew up in the rough side of town, um, but Alan is willing to risk it and have Sean be a part of their lives. And there's an episode where Sean basically tries to join a cult. And uh, Sean's guardian, his teacher, Mr. Turner, got in a motorcycle accident and is like in the hospital, uh, bedridden, everything's broken. And the cult leader is there with Sean and is basically like, come on, Sean, like, we're going to be your family now and this and that. And Alan Matthews like gets in his face and is like, listen, here, you piece of crap. Like, Sean Hunter is my boy. I'm taking care of him. Like, you need to get out of our lives and like really steps up to be like, what you're doing is ridiculous to these young people. Um, but Sean Hunter is my kid. Like, I'm going to take care of him. He's my boy. And it's just like so heartwarming. Again, it's this guy who's willing to take this risk of his son's best friend. And, uh, you know, at, 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 throughout the series, Alan Matthews manages a grocery store at the beginning. Mm hmm. And then he's like, I, I just want to buy a store. So he buys like a um, outdoor store and his wife 
uh, Amy, I think is her name. He's like so supportive of it. But then, you know, he's running the store. So he's also doing like the business thing, making sure that um, his family's cared for, you know, and they're just kind of your basic family. They don't live very lively and, mm -hmm. you know, not very richly. But Alan Matthews is That's my a number good one. two. A really good yeah. one. He's your number two. You went very heartwarming and sincere on yours. <laughs> Mine's Clark Clark Griswold. <laughs> Clark Griswold. He's the ultimate family man, Joe. Oh, he that's wants great. his Christmas bonus so he can put in a pool for the family. He's the yeah. ultimate family man. Hangs out with his kids, wants nothing but a perfect Christmas for his for his family, and you know, yeah. goes all the way to having his brother-in-law kidnap his boss or taking away the Christmas bonuses. It's he he embodies just wanting family. Right? Yeah. Like that's all he cares about. It's just family. And so funny. yes, this is a little bit of a joke, but at the same time, like he really does like his number one focus and priority in his entire life is family. Yeah. And it's a comedy, so he does a lot of dumb things and almost kills them about right. 50 times. Uh, but he's the ultimate family man. That's great. I love it. Um, now, before we move on to your number one, do you have any honorable mentions? I think Arthur Weasley would have been one of my honorable mentions. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. I don't think I have any like actual honorable mentions. I have three. Okay. Annie Tanner. Okay. Uh, from Full House. Yeah. Great dad. He's just, three girls. He's just a good. He's just a dad with you know a single dad doing his thing with you know his whole family's house right so. Um, Marlon from Finding Nemo. Um, he holds <laughs> Nemo back, but then learns from his mistakes and learns to trust Nemo and to sure. be there for him. Sure. You know, he needs to be. Number three on my honorable mentions, Dr. Perry Cox. Okay, I'm glad you said that because I wanted to put Dr. Cox on here so bad. I wanted to find yeah. a place and I wanted to be like Dr. Cox, but from a dad standpoint, I know he's doing his best. <laughs> yeah. But he's not a good dad. He's not, he's not a good dad. Uh, but he's doing his best and he's trying and he's getting better all the time, right? He is, but he's he's pushing JD as hard as he can. He's a great father figure. He smells like a father figure. <laughs> Smell like a father figure. Oh, uh, but Perry Cox. One day I want to do a whole scrub like this with scrubs. Okay. Rank the characters. I'd love it. Yeah, well, not characters, just episodes. We could do characters, though. Let's do it all. Let's start Thanks, a Scrubs buddy. podcast. I'm in. Let's go right now. We're changing this. Screw Done. Change. Sorry. Yeah. No, you the can't. The last season doesn't count. No, Med of course not. doesn't count. Uh, you can't change yeah. it before I announce my number one dad. That's right. Do you want to do your number one, or you want me to do my number one? I want to do my number one first. Okay. Go ahead. Martin Crane from Frasier. <laughs> the best dad on okay. television. Yeah. Best dad on television. He and Fraser learn how to grow and become like repair this relationship, even though it's late in life. They work through these life lessons. They they 
like it really is so the story the back story is that Frazier and his dad were not like they didn't even like each other didn't talk didn't yeah. even like each other Frazier moves home to Seattle Frazier's dad needs a place to live and he's forced to live in Frazier's house right right they do not like each other and I I, I got this on a rewatch before like they do a really good job of like stepping on each other's like they wrote that really well and then if you like the ending they're like they're best friends they're absolute best friends and like it just does such a good job and like the amount of things that martin crane did for his kids like he sent he worked as a police officer and sent them to harvard right and like it it just he does so he did so much stuff and maybe he wasn't the best dad but he becomes the best dad and uh so martin crane number one Damn, that's good. You know, I never, I have never found Frasier like the way you and our other friends have found Frasier. Um, You're not a pompous ass enough, Joe. You need to work I think on that it. That's it. You got to be I better about it. it. Just like Cheers, like I, I've caught several episodes of Cheers, and it's very good. I mean, like it's fun. Frasier is a better show. show than Cheers is. It's just so interesting. Uh because Cheers is great, but Cheers also ran for like 13 seasons or something like that. And Frasier ran for 11. Kelsey Grammer was crazy. the character of Frasier for two decades. Two decades. Insane. One character. Two decades. It is absolutely Full-time bananas. TV shows. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, all right, so what was his name again? Crane? Martin Crane. Martin Crane. You're number one. Good choice. My number one. You ready for this? I'm ready. You all know him. You all love him. Bandit Healer from Bluey. Okay. Okay. All right. That's dad on yeah, TV. that's that's indisputable. I mean, he's he's the best dad in television. He's the best dad in television. There is Kayla told me once that she saw somewhere that Bandit is the epitome of yes and. Yeah. Like the the improv yes and like. He is just going to go all in with, with Bluey and Bingo. He is in the weeds. He is playing Rug Island. He is playing yoga ball. Like He is with them all the time, making sure that they are doing their best. So one of my favorite things about Bluey is they make it, it from a parent standpoint, you can see where they're pretending, right? Mm-hmm. But they make it feel so real. And I think yeah. back to there's an episode uh, called Feather Wand, right? Where oh yeah, Bluey and 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 the mom are going to a birthday party and Bingo's not invited. Yeah, right off the bat, you're like, oh, tears, boom, let it yeah. in, you know. And obviously, Bandit is you know he's like, oh, we'll just hang out. It's not a big deal. But Bingo wants to go to this birthday party and she's feeling left out and she finds a feather and decides mm-hmm. she's gonna do a wand thing. And the first person she goes to is the dad and, and goes up to bandit and she goes heavy and he goes, what? Like he didn't understand her. She goes heavy. And then immediately like he falls to the floor, like, like his yeah. cereal is 10,000 pounds. And in that moment, I know it's like, Oh, it's a joke. Haha. But like the buy-in and the uh, ability to make it real for them. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that's, Something, at least the lesson I take away from all these Bluey episodes that we watch that we're forced to watch, but like the lessons <laughs> that I take away are like the amount of just buy into the imagination. 
Yeah. Because, and sometimes, this sounds counterintuitive, but sometimes we'll be watching Bluey, and I feel bad after watching Bluey that they're doing those things, and I'm and like Ben and I are watching them do those things on television. Right. Right? Like, oh, we should be doing that, and I should be encouraging him to use his imagination. And, and like, it's because everything's 100%. Yeah. Everything's hundred percent with with uh with them, and it just makes it feel so real. And like, ah, uh, great one, Joe. Ah, uh, I love him. He's great. It's my favorite character. Um, yeah. So there we have it. Bandit healer, Martin Crane, two dads in the same pod. Love it. Love it, Joe. This was a great topic. I'm proud of you for for suggesting it. This was a great topic. Yeah, it was fun. I'm I panicked a little bit. I didn't. I couldn't think of like all of my catalog of dad stuff. Like dad movies and things like that. I like couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I'm sure. You know what? I want to hear everybody. Reach out to us on Instagram. Send us a message or t- on Twitter or on Facebook. Tell us who your favorite TV dad is. I want to hear it. Yeah, definitely. And we will post it up yeah. on our stories. Yep. We'll make a whole um, big story out of it. We'll re we'll reshare it. Just tell us who your favorite TV dad is. We want to hear. Yeah, we'll post a poll after tomorrow's episode so that Love way it. we can reshare your responses. Love it. Uh, who's your favorite TV and movie dad? Put it out there. Um, thank you all so much for listening to us. We really appreciate it. And uh, thank you to Planet Ant for having us on their podcast network. And if you haven't yet, go follow us on social medias. We're at Big Dad Energy Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find us on Facebook, Big Dad Energy. Well, hey, don't go spending all that knowledge in one place. This has been a production of Planet Ant Podcast, powered by Pinecast.